0: Welcome back. Hour number two of the show. This hour brought to you by our great friends at Ingalls. Come by the nearest Ingalls to you uh, today. Next time you need something at the grocery store. As you know, Mark, you may not know this. I go pretty much every day as evidenced by the salad sitting here beside really? me. Okay. I did not know this. Big fan of the Ingalls. You should be. Uh, also a big fan of saving money on gas there, which I uh, will do after the show today because I'm on E. And it was, uh, it, I know it's different, different places around the upstate. It was very, very cheap at the one here near the station. I, I, I love Ingalls called everything's fresh. It's a clean store and great prices.
1: Uh, check them out. Your local Ingalls. Can't ever go wrong. Swinging by Ingalls. I'm a every three or four days guy. I'm a planner, man. I'm not a go-to-the-store-everyday guy. I'm probably spending the same amount of money as you. I'm just doing it in larger chunks. Is there a right way or wrong way to do it? I love Engels, but I don't want to be in my Engels every day. You see what I'm driving at? Like, I would rather plan it and then spend a bunch at one time.
0: Yeah, but I, I would normally go about it that way, except that I need to eat every day, and that's, you know. I try not to – <laughs> I try to stay away from the fast food as much as I can. No, I get so. it.
1: That's a perfect alternative. Uh,
0: also, hey, guys,
1: <clears throat> Valentine's Day is tomorrow.
0: They, have, they got a pretty good – they got a pretty good card selection, I hear. There you ben go. Angle's you front. hear.
1: <laughs> yep. There you go. Good stuff. All right, Super Bowl talk continues. I definitely I have some questions that I want to ask Ben about uh, the state of the men's basketball program right now and what needs to happen between now and the end of the season to get into the NCAA tournament. Because at, that, at this point, obviously, if you could find a way to win the ACC regular season or tournament, those are absolutely some goals. But got to make the postseason, and you've got to make the NCAAs. How are they going to do that? and what's the minimum barrier of entry to get there. So if you want to talk about those things or anything else, jump in with us, 654-7627. Continue to hop on the text line on the same number as well. Let's go to the phones with William, who wants to talk about the football program. William, what's up, man?
2: What's up? Um, hope you all are doing well. Hey, Qualk can't be in there today, but this is a couple of weeks late. I saw Coach Sweeney came out with that statement talking about how many people came when they, got, they won the first conference championship. And I was wondering, you know, how much of a factor do you think that'll play, you know, if somebody ever offers him another job? You know, we always talk about Alabama, Alabama, but if somebody else, a hungry football program, offers him a job, do you think that could drive him away to get another job? And uh, I'll take it off
1: the air. Thanks, William. My immediate reaction is is that I think that moves the needle absolutely none. If it were to come down to coach – feeling like he wanted to leave the program, having an offer from somewhere else and wanting to go, I would think for a man like Coach Sweeney, that's going to be driven by God and prayer and much larger factors Mm -hmm. than, hey, if I go to this school, will they support me more or will it be like the old days of Clemson or something like that? That's my initial reaction. No offense, William, but that's my initial reaction. What's yours, Ben?
0: Mine too. Coach Sweeney's also smart enough to know that, you know, unfortunately – that kind of uh, attitude by fans is shared nationwide. Yes, you know I've also heard Nick Saban talk about that at at Alabama. In fact, he talked about that recently. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, uh, you know that they lose a a heartbreaker national championship game and nobody there to see them when they come back. And yeah, it's I I think if. I don't think that would be a factor. Number one, I I don't I guess overall I don't I don't see him ever leaving for another college coaching job. Uh never say never, but I just I don't I don't, I don't think that's on the table at all. But I I would say that maybe not the fact that nobody that people weren't there, nor does me people were there isn't the issue. The issue is that your head coach feels like whether i agree or not he feels like he needs to remind his fan base where they've been yes i that's the bigger issue to me that that your coach feels like he has to remind you of what they've done i'm it's a little disappointing for me i i don't i don't know if he i, I also don't think that he's talking to the majority of fans either and maybe 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 he got lost a little bit along the way where that's concerned. Because sometimes, you know, it's here. To, it's easy to hear the the vocal minority and mm-hmm. assume that's the majority. I don't think the majority of Clemson fans need to be reminded of what, has, what they've done as a program. I don't.
1: Stadium looked pretty full on the Saturdays this year that I was in it. I don't think it's yeah. impacted the fan base from that perspective. Completely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I also have heard from numerous people, very close to Coach Sweeney, that he never says anything off the cuff that has not been thought through. That's true. So perhaps calling him out a little bit and trying to restoke the fan base to, uh, you know, get some of the feelings back in it, and uh, the fan base going the extra mile. That's what makes Clemson Clemson, right? And and when I think back about the run in the twenty sixteen season and all and the seasons before that, that's what made it. The way that the fans were treating the program back then made it just as special as the end result. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Just the groundswell, the pizza party they had in 2015, like all these different things, that's what, made, that's what makes Clemson special. And that is the underlying current that when you look back over the run of success. Was it on the football field? Yes. Was it the culture of Dabo? Yes. Was it the fan base? Absolutely. And that's not there anymore. And I think for Dabo to reach out and say that, I think it's important because that's what makes Clemson so special. This isn't Michigan where you're graduating, what, 18,000 students a year or Mm -hmm. something outrageous. This is tiny. It's still little old Clemson, and it's got to be done differently here than anywhere else. So that passion in the fan base, Clemson has to have. Other schools are going to get it just because they're – 5X, 10X, larger from an alumni base, you're always going to have that percentage of people that are that passionate, win or lose, but Clemson has to have a larger percentage of their fan base being all in with Coach, being all in with Coach, and they're not right now. Um, some are
0: not. That's right. What is difficult, Mark, and this I can I can translate this to basketball in a moment. What is difficult okay. is <laughs> When you hear people upset about what's going on in the present, understanding or recognizing if they still have that 20,000 foot view of a program. Because I would argue you can do both. Uh, You can be passionate and upset about what's going on in a particular game or the outcome of a particular game, right? And still have focus on the overall. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm not happy with my current situation, but I'm still happy with my life. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Perspective, um, yes. And so when people are are really vocal about the here and now, it's easy to assume that they have lost focus on the big picture. And some do. Yes. I mean, some only live in the moment. Uh, we were talking about basketball, you know. I I try to be both. I'm I'm not happy at all by the way that they played in Chapel Hill. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not happy at all about that. But my, the twenty thousand foot view of me still says says okay. Well, now you're one in sixty instead of one in fifty nine. Now you're you're still a hundred games behind in the series, or you know, uh, over a hundred games. One hundred and thirty nine to twenty three. Versus the Tar Heels.
1: Is that what the record is? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, like, And so I I, I kind of struggle between, you know, I don't want to get in a situation where I say, yeah. well, you're supposed to lose there. And it's easy when you go to a place like Chapel Hill, it's easy to have that attitude. I don't think the team had that attitude for the record. I don't think the team had that attitude at all. I don't think the coaches had that attitude. Um, it. You know, I don't. I don't think that was a situation where you're defeated before you stepped off the bus. I just think you ran into a buzzsaw that that played. Tar Heel fans will tell you. I'd be I'd be shocked if a Carolina fan said that's not the best that their team has played all year. And that's not in any way to excuse Clemson's performance because you allowed that to happen. But at the same time, I mean, would you agree, Mark? North Carolina's kind of been underachieving this year. I, oh, I absolutely. I don't think anybody's felt like they've played up to their potential. I think they did Saturday. And that's – unfortunately, it happened
1: on the day you were there. And that there is a thing about basketball that if you run into a team that's hot shooting, especially from behind the arc, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. You know, you some yeah. team goes, you know, 12 for 20 from behind the arc. You're going to have trouble beating them in, in any scenario. But with all that said, something has markedly changed over the last few games, and I can't figure out what it is. And to me, there's different players that I want to ask you about, but it seems like Clemson's defense was a lot better earlier in the season, and now they're really struggling to get stops, and I can't tell why that is and maybe you are running into some teams on a hot shooting night and I'm not trying to pass the buck and saying oh hey hot shooters nothing you can do but it does feel like over the course of the last couple of weeks that the team's looking different on the defensive end of the floor and I'm concerned about that are you
0: yes I am uh one other thing about the North Carolina game and look I I am glad that people care. Like I, I am glad that people care. Um, The issue for me, (laughs) strangely enough, it's not that you lost in Chapel Hill. It's that you lost in at Chestnut Hill. Oh yeah, two games. I mean, really, the issue right now is that you lost at Boston College. Because let's face it, that's a game you were supposed to win. You should have won. Should have won. You were the better team. I'm not sure you were the better team against Miami. In fact, I know you weren't. I think that Clemson played really good against Miami and lost anyway at home. Uh, You weren't really supposed to win at North Carolina, although you'd have loved to have seen a better effort than what you got. That's not
1: one at the beginning of the season that we would have ever circled as a a W.
0: Yeah, so the issue right now is not that you lost to Miami or North Carolina. The issue is that you lost to Boston College. Like, that's... That's what makes today Mm -hmm. painful. Agreed. Um, I, and I want to make sure people, no one has said this at all to me. In fact, Coach Brownell has almost said the opposite. But to me, this still looks like, this looks like a tired team to a certain degree. And, I agree. I evidenced that by saying they play the first ten minutes. You usually, or they're playing the first ten minutes of a half pretty well, and then they don't. That's the way the first half. Now you shouldn't have been. T- you shouldn't have been tired. Shouldn't have been fatigued or anything like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: at North Carolina but you were at Boston college. I mean, I could see it on chase. I could see it. I could see it the way the effort that chase Hunter had doing things. He doesn't normally do. Right. You know, and he had just played a, he had just played uh, a bunch of minutes and 26 points at Florida state a couple of nights earlier. I, yeah, he, he was fatigued. I don't, you're not going to tell me otherwise. I saw some of that at, 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 North Carolina and I'm I'm not real sure why. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, it's very possible. But they They shouldn't
1: have been I mean, they had the week off, yeah. so they shouldn't have been tired, but then you could argue the other way that you've been grinding and grinding and grinding and then you finally get a little time off mm-hmm. and is it hard to get that back? And and this staff's really I mean, they're they're in tune with
0: that about their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they talk about that a lot, the load management on them, but I don't know. The other thing about the second half is when you know, PJ got in foul trouble then everything changed then right. and north carolina was, did a great job of attacking the inside uh PJ was the only guy that re- you really felt like you were getting a consistent offensive effort out of so you had to have him on the floor yep but then he couldn't he couldn't defend effectively and they just wore you out
1: and that's what they do North Carolina brings big bodies all the time. Every team they've ever had brings those big bodies inside. And you're right. Once Hall was out of there, they struggled with it. Getting a ton ton of questions on the text line about the basketball team. I've still got a couple of more as well. We'll continue to do that. We'll continue to talk Super Bowl. He's been Milstead. I'm Mark Childress filling in today for Qualk. And this is Out of
4: Bounds. Skeptic about septic? Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years? With their maintenance plan, you don't need to worry. They take care of it. When it comes to septic tanks, prevention through routine maintenance is key. Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com they won't let you down.
5: Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com or call Matt for a quote today. 828 553
6: electric city signs and neon over 50 years of sign design fabrication installation and maintenance in the upstate specializing in neon plastic flex face channel letter and led message signs electric city signs is ready to serve you with the highest level of satisfaction have questions no problem their experienced team will see your project through inception to installation professional sign services at the best price it's got to be electric city signs and neon visit electriccitysigns.com or call 225-5351 today go tigers Listen up, Clemson fans. Hatflow Company is now selling official Clemson licensed Leather Patch Richardson hats. These hats are hard to find, so get yours today, downtown Clemson, at Mr. Knickerbocker or Tiger Sports Shop. You can also buy online at HatflowCo.com. Look great at the tailgate, on the water, on the field, or around town with an official license. Leather Patch Richardson hat from HatFlow Company. They also make great gifts for the Clemson fan in your life. HatflowCo.com, get yours today.
7: William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones, like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, But you will remember that look on her face when you open the box. That moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring. The reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers. We'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her. I'm William Nichols of Scores Jewelers in Anderson and online at ScoresDiamondJewelers.com and I want to be your jeweler
4: valentine's treat her to a day of relaxation and rejuvenation at lilia day spa anderson's premier spa their therapists are ready to restore her mind body and spirit in a relaxing and private environment select from the sweet treat package the be mind package cupid's holiday or the sweetheart package or let lilia day spa create something special for her a gift certificate from lilia day spa is ideal for valentine's and shows her you care 116 benson street downtown anderson lilia day spa anderson's premier spa guest
8: who else has jumped on to phd weight loss and nutrition it's our good friend don munson
9: back in May of 2022, I knew I needed to lose a few pounds. I knew because my doctor told me I needed to drop 20. Just like you, I've been hearing about the tremendous results people were having with PhD, and so I became a PhD client. At the first meeting, I knew this was the right decision for me. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff talked over with me my goals, asked me about my eating habits, and then introduced me to their plan for not only weight loss, but for complete wellness. The results had been life-changing for me. In 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds down several inches in the waist and loving the way i felt and looked glad
8: to see he's seeing the results like i did when i went on phd weight loss and nutrition last year and lost 24 pounds in just five weeks if you've been like don i mean you need to drop 20 30 even 50 pounds or more just go to myphdweightloss.com to learn more one more time that's myphdweightloss.com
10: live and local sports talk coming to you from the upcountry fiber studios
7: This is 105.5 and 97.5 The
10: Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
5: The Varsity, where in Atlanta you can get a hot dog, but in South Carolina you get sports talk. The Roar, where every day is game day.
6: On
10: so
1: here, as we discussed. Welcome back into Out of Bounds. Mark Childress filling in for William Bush today here with Ben Milstead as well. You know, this actually tees up something that I saw earlier today that you may not know already. Ben, when, when you hear that song, who do you think about? What's the first thing you think about when you hear crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne?
0: Well, I I think about Ozzy Osbourne, but I also think about, uh, who is it baseball that plays it? Yeah. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones, right.
1: Chipper Jones. Not official yet. This is from David O'Brien from The Athletic earlier today. The Braves are expecting to have Chipper Jones back as a hitting consultant this season. It's the same role he had two years ago. The Hall of Famer wasn't on the staff last year. And I didn't know this. He wasn't on the staff last year due to the vaccination mandate for all coaches. So that has been dropped. I didn't realize that either. Chipper Jones turned Austin Riley into a beast. I mean, Chipper Jones did that. He took him under his wing. Austin was great last year. But when I hear Chipper's coming back, that could be big news for the Braves. And again, unofficial, but I did see that earlier today. Yeah. It's hard to hear crazy train without thinking about Chipper Jones. And, uh, players are back spring training has begun there i saw a video today of ronald acuna and ozzy Albies at spring training let's go yeah they reported let's early
0: go. how about that yes you like to see that uh yeah you <laughs> boy you you gotta have uh ronald back in the lineup this year so the other thing i thought of, where i thought you were going with the ozzy was wow. the commercial last night
1: oh yes
0: yes the I don't even know what it was about but it was about calling people a rock star. You're a rock star, Mark. And
1: I actually you know? do that. I call people rocks. I yeah. felt like I was I was being called out.
0: Th- that last was night. uh that that was clever.
1: Yes. The commercials overall were not very good. There weren't any that just blew me I did like the Breaking Bad commercial for the Yeah. But I don't even this shows you my brother is a creative director at an advertising firm, so we talk oh, really? about this. We talk about okay. this stuff all the time. One of the most creative. He's won all these awards. He's amazing, but the Breaking Bad commercial last night was amazing. Like I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad. I get to see Walt and Jesse back together again. It's fantastic. Ben, I don't remember what product it was. <laughs> that is, that I is don't a remember the products <laughs> from the commercial. It's some kind of chip. I don't think it's a Dorito. I think it's like a competitor of Doritos, but they have me thinking about Doritos. So have you had an effective commercial if you got me to like it, but I don't remember. And, and again, you remember the Ozzy Osbourne commercial. You have no idea. I think that was for Workday. Yeah, I, I think it was that was for Workday, yeah. which is a, a company I encounter in my, my day job a lot, but I don't know. So is that effective advertising if you don't remember what the the product that they're selling is.
0: Yeah, I remember the Dunkin' Donut commercial with Ben Affleck. I mean, I, I knew that. Yes. Because uh, he's working a drive-through, uh, you know.
1: I had stepped away and kind of saw it from afar, but I didn't see it up front, but a lot of people were... Uh, I think I was grabbing some nachos or something. A lot of people were talking about that one as is, is one of the better ones and a funny one.
0: Yeah, the uh, Bradley Cooper and his mother, made, that one made me laugh because mom's dissing on him.
1: Yes, and he was taking it so, yeah. like but, You could tell yeah. they had a great relationship. But what, what, the, what the actual
0: part of T-Mobile was, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. what it was. And then the one, I don't even know. I really don't know what this one was. Where they're kind of making fun of the, uh, you know, for for just $1 a day, you can help wild animals have a place yes. to live in. The guy yes. like, hey, that's a wolf. <laughs> that one, <laughs> yeah. That one, that's the only time all night I,
1: I think I really laughed out loud. But you don't remember but I what don't the product. But I don't know what it was for. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting trend that they have today. And also, a lot of these commercials got dropped the week before. So I had seen a bunch of them on YouTube where they would pop up. Somebody'd be sharing it on social, like this commercial is going to be hilarious on on Sunday. That kind of takes a little bit of the magic out of it as well because before you weren't seeing any of these commercials. You didn't know who was in them. You know now it's they're dropping teasers. Oh, we've got Ben Affleck in our commercial. You got to make sure that you uh, that you watch. So yeah, it uh, it'll be interesting. But I agree. I'd say good, but not great. And if we can't remember, then. Then how are we going to do it? Hey, I, I did have one uh, more question for you, Ben, about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles running that quarterback sneak play, it, it can't It can't be stopped, right? Like, that, that like might- those, those linemen are getting so much push. I felt like you could have put me behind them. All I have to do is stand there, and the people are behind me are just going to shove me forward. I just it it seems like it's an automatic 2 to 3 yards for the eagles anytime they want to run it and and one of the chiefs defensive linemen even jumped over the top of the line one time and they still got 3 yards have you ever seen a more effective play in football than that i think
0: that could be the most effective play for positive yardage in all of college football in all of nfl football yeah uh and, you know and in fact also just how strong and tough jalen hurts is behind it but yes when the other team knows a hundred percent what you're about to do yeah and they still can't stop it in fact i commented to my son at one point last night i said like colin what what would happen if they just randomly line up for that on first down
1: yeah and and you get three yards i mean it's as effective as handing the ball off it would be like an old Paul Johnson offense for Georgia Tech, right? We're, we're going to run nine consecutive quarterback sneaks and get between two and a half and three and a half yards every time, and you can't, you can't stop us. That would be a
0: way to chew some clock. Yeah, in fact, there one time they did line up that way and tossed it outside, and it was stopped.
1: Yes. I had said, I was texting with uh, Faxon, my son, Big Eagles fan, and I was like, they totally need to throw out of that, and that's what that's what the Gamecocks did against Clemson mm-hmm. here in Death Valley, and it was one of the best play calls that I saw in college football all year. It was fourth and one. Everybody's up front. You think they're going to jam it out, and you just leak a guy out, and I think the Eagles could do that at some point, and he would be wide. He'd be twenty yards open. Yeah, because and everybody's trying to stop him.
0: Uh, one other before we go back to the phones, Tarheel Chad, uh, you'll be up next. The the uh, the punt return was, you know, when you have sort of a busted play yes. on one side of the field like that, everybody breaks their containment lines. Yep, and you knew as soon as he skirted away from the first couple of guys, you see how many Eagles were on that side of the field. He's like, "Oh, this is this is trouble." Absolutely, and and I a hundred percent credit to the Chiefs for pulling that off man I mean it you know they turned a busted play into you know one of the bigger plays of the game and again I you know just a just a recap I thought that thought the Chiefs played as good a second half as maybe you're going to see in a Super Bowl uh Eagles played good too but not good enough in the second half just defensively that if there's a disappointment in the game. The Eagles were a big disappointment to me. They were the number defensively. one defensively.
1: Number one defense in football. And I thought like that him. was going
0: to be the difference in the game. Turns out it was for all the wrong reasons. Yes. That, that and the horrible flag at the end.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And, and zero sacks. Team that I think they had either 12 or 13 more sacks than the Chiefs who were second. I want to say it was like 76 to 64 or something like that coming into the game. Didn't even get close, really, to Patrick Mahomes. All right, phone line's open, text line open. Lots of feedback on the different Super Bowl commercials. Feel free to jump in on that or uh, give us a call, 654-7627. Tar Heel Chad is joining us. What's going on, man? What's on your mind?
2: Oh, doing well. Um, And then I was, uh, if you would have told me, Ball move. Clemson ball movement would have been lacking compared to UNC going in the Saturday's game. I probably would have said you were lying just based off of yeah. what we've done, especially the last two weeks. Uh, really, just pounding the ball into the hardwood. Not a lot of passes. I think we ended up with 17 assists. Clemson, up until the stretch, I thought that from a ball movement perspective, I thought I thought they were terrible in the second half. I thought there was too much one on one. Very difficult shots in a lot of cases, you know what I mean, which leads to runouts and or wide-open threes yeah. on a break. The other thing, too, is we, this, although UNC's staple is transition, and, you know, made no mistake, that was Roy Williams' deal, this team specifically has not been a really – hasn't ran at all. As a matter of fact, the Duke game, I think it was 20-2. to
1: Yeah, I think we lost you there, Tar Heel Chad. Why don't you give us a call back, and uh, we'll see if we can get you back in. Yeah. He was making some good points about the ball. I've been harping on the the defense and the changes, but there there is some different things going on on offense. At least there was in the second half of the game against UNC.
0: Yeah, give us a call back, Chad, if you get in a get in a better area there.
1: Yep. Ball movement, you concerned about that too? I mean, overall, so I, I've been dancing around it. That I'm, that I'm, has I'm not nervous. been a concern
0: for me this year. I, in fact, I, thought they're, I think they're – Clemson's ball movement has been been pretty good. But Chad's Chad's right, it was not good. Yep. Yeah. Uh was not good in that game.
1: We and, we and,
0: got Chad back. Yeah,
1: it looks like uh, we've got him here. Let me pull him back on board. Chad, uh, you in a little bit better cell now.
2: Yeah, there's so many people moving downtown Greenville, there's no cell service anymore. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. That Interesting. Chad, that's how where we're at.
0: How did yeah. you think your team played? saturday in relation to other games this year
2: well I, I would have to go back to a couple other games alabama game which was a four over time and most of them have been uh, losses and but we haven't shot the ball like that all year and we've had one or one person shoot it one you know good but i thought as a team they haven't shot it well like that and rj and caleb have not really shot it well together one of them has shot it okay but Look, the facts are the facts. We were 330-something in three-point field goal percentage. Mm. So uh, I didn't expect it. I did think, though, after what happened at Wake Forest, you were walking into maybe a potential buzzsaw. But I thought this game was going to be played three to five, six points. The spread was seven and a half. Um, I don't know. I just, it was. We were due – we had to win the game. That's the that's the reality. I mean, we were literally – we had to win that game, and we got to win the game at, uh, with Miami tonight, which is no not going to be any bargain. But I thought we played like we had to win it, and that's kind of the way it looked like, you know, to me. And I, the other thing, too, I hate to say it, Black locked up Hunter Tyson. And, look, Black is – until you see him in person, his length is incredible, isn't it, Ben, for a guy – I mean, his arm – he's just a, and he can play all out on the perimeter I just and I thought Tyson pouted a little bit once, once things didn't go his way maybe I'm wrong with that did you get that set no all? in
0: fact I, we said as much early in the show today Brad uh, or uh Chad okay. rather I leaky black shut him down and he is Tim Beret, uh mentioned this a couple times on the broadcast and I agree he's the best perimeter defender in the league and and he played yeah. that way, and that it was a big big part because, you, uh, Hunter Tyson is that guy when you have to have a when you kind of have to stop the bleeding and stop a run. Yeah, Hunter Tyson's a guy that generally can do that for you, and you, yeah. he just never. Maybe he didn't play great, but he he also wasn't given that opportunity, and and I give all the credit to Black for that. Last
2: thing I will say is. And minus another, this is an outsider, Paul should be shooting. He can't shoot enough, in my opinion. He can not get the ball. And I think he went away from him, a lot of one-on-one, pounding it in, not not getting him the ball because I felt like he could have scored 30-35. It just felt like there was a lot of forced shots, no passing, first shot up, and then a run out. So,
1: anyway, take care. Have a good one. Yeah, Tar Heel, Chad. Thanks a lot, and uh, thanks for the call back.
0: On the after uh, it was all done, the buzz mentality there. You on? I, I honestly kind of had that feel pregame, because you know sometimes you can you can kind of sense yeah if they realize this is a big game or not, and make no mistake about it. North Carolina knew that was a that was a game they had to win and was a big game and they approached it as such and I, like okay, we're gonna get uh, we're we're gonna get last year's NCAA tournament type team we're gonna get that level of basketball from them today and I I felt like that's what you got
1: yeah well you were and uh,
0: and and Clemson didn't respond to that
1: you were spot on on that. All right, uh, let's take a break. We've got some folks holding on the phone lines. Hang on. We will get to you right after we get back. He's Ben Milstead. I'm Mark Childress, Filligan for Qualk Today, and this is Out of Bounds.
10: Friends, cold weather is still here. Rain is around the corner, and let's not talk about snow. Next week, it might be sunny and 60 degrees, as Mother Nature can't decide what season it is. But I know one thing. Whatever the weather, Elkmont's got you covered. Now is the best time to visit Elkmont as the winter closeout sale has begun just in time for Valentine's Day. Elkmont offers great footwear, jewelry, game day, and lifestyle clothing, and of course, outdoor gear and clothing. From the most popular brands, they're your one-stop shopping destination for that someone special. with something for everyone, from candles to kayaks, sunglasses to charcuterie boards, or the Upstate's largest selection of own running shoes. Elkmont has What You're Looking For, locally owned and conveniently located in Powdersville on Highway 153, just minutes from Greenville, and in Clemson at 93, exit on Highway 123. Go visit Elkmont today, and go Tigers! Guess who else has jumped on to PhD weight loss and
8: nutrition? It's our good friend Don Munson.
9: Back in May of 2022, I knew I needed to lose a few pounds. I knew because my doctor told me I needed to drop 20. Just like you, I've been hearing about the tremendous results people were having with PhD, and so I became a PhD client. At the first meeting, I knew this was the right decision for me. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff talked over with me my goals, asked me about my eating habits, and then introduced me to their plan for not only weight loss, but for complete wellness. The results had been life-changing for me. In 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds down several inches in the waist and loving the way i felt and looked
8: glad to see he's seeing the results like i did when i went on phd weight loss and nutrition last year and lost 24 pounds in just five weeks if you've been like don Meen, you need to drop 20 30 even 50 pounds or more just go to myphdweightloss.com to learn more one more time that's myphdweightloss.com
4: Estes Heating and Air is celebrating over 20 years of service to Oconee, Pickens, and Greater Greenville by offering some of their biggest discounts ever. Take $200 off the new Heil installation, plus an extra $50 off when you mention WCCP. Whether it's pre-existing residential, new construction, or commercial, SD's prides themselves on being one of the best in the business. An elite Heil dealer, they're sure to exceed your expectations from install to maintenance, today and years beyond. Call Estes today at 864-718-7200. Hey,
7: this is Coach Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers. Fall is the time to enjoy great football with family and friends, but underage drinking should never be a part of the scene. Underage drinking is against the law, and that includes providing alcohol to anyone under 21. It is never okay to provide alcohol to minors. Upstate alcohol enforcement teams are enforcing underage drinking laws this football season. Help keep those under 21 safe and alcohol-free. Check out phoenixcenter.org for more info.
8: Shopping at Ingalls is where it's at, right? If you're on the run or you don't have time to make a meal, a trip to your Ingalls Deli is the best bet for fresh and prepared foods to go. They have everything you need for you and your team, whether at home or at the tailgate. How about a beautiful arrangement from the Ingalls Floral Department to give a friend or a loved one a nice pick-me-up? Be sure to use that Ingalls Advantage card because it saves you real money at the 24-hour Ingalls Gas Express pumps. Did you know Ingalls has a great choice of gluten-free products to choose from? Go to ingalls-markets.com and you'll find a huge list of those gluten-free products. And remember Ingalls, too, for your family's pharmacy needs, including vaccine and flu shots. American-owned with locations throughout the upstate. That's Ingalls, where you'll always find low prices and you'll love the savings.
11: Some people would like to tell you that when it comes to fixing ED, one size fits all. That's just not true. But a guarantee is true for everyone at the Greenville Men's Clinic. An intimacy guarantee. That's right, if you don't perform, you don't pay. How are we able to do this? It's simple. Our experienced, licensed providers have treated over 35,000 men, so we know a thing or two about ED. We are able to offer the latest technologies and documented clinical pathways to resolve your ED once and for all. Prestigious institutions like the Cleveland Clinic and Cambridge have shown our technology to be safe and effective. So for a limited time, we're offering a free physician consultation and medical assessment. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Trust the Greenville Men's Clinic. Trust the intimacy guarantee. Call the Greenville Men's Clinic today at 864-301-1111. 301-1111. We're your sports psychologists. Taking your calls on the VIVE broadband phone lines all day.
5: You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar. Touchdown! Where every day is game day.
1: Welcome back in. Mark Childerson for Quawk Today, hanging out with Ben Milstead, talking Super Bowl. Hey, Braves are back. Braves... Spring training, they are down in Florida. Baseball season getting close. We talked to John Rittman earlier today. The undefeated Clemson softball team travels to Furman in Greenville tomorrow at 5 o'clock. If you missed that earlier, tickets free at Furman. You want to go see Clemson softball play? Go catch them in Greenville tomorrow. That might be an easy way to do it. We've also been talking Clemson basketball. And Ben, you read me a stat during the break that, I don't know, nauseating? I, I don't know. White hot with anger. There's a lot of reactions that I have to it. So why don't you share it with everyone else so they can feel the way that I do right now?
0: Uh, yeah, that's just what we want. So yes. we were talking about North Carolina, how hot they were from behind the arc. Uh, hit 15 of 33 oh. in the game. God.
1: It felt like a lot more than that, to be honest. So when
0: you, yeah, it did. Yeah, Mark asked me during the break if it was possible to make more than you attempted, because that's what it felt like in that (laughs) game.
1: (laughs) We were seventeen of
0: sixteen from the field. Uh, That's what it felt like. But you know, when your game plan is, why would you game plan to try to take away the middle of the court, take away the paint, and not the three point line? Well, this is why. Because in the five games leading into Saturday's contest, North Carolina had hit 26 of their last 116 three-pointers. 26 of 116.
1: That I just want to fly into a rage. In the five
0: games leading into that one.
1: Yeah, just want to fly into a rage at that. You're right. So you put the right game plan in place. You force them to do something that they're not just bad at, they're terrible at, and they shoot fifteen of thirty three.
0: And they weren't terrible. They no. in fact they were they were excellent. Fifteen
1: of thirty three. Basketball,
0: 33. man. It's it's maddening.
1: I'm not blaming the loss just on that, but it's gotta be frustrating when you when you run into something like that. For oh sure.
0: Yeah, it, it it is. And and you're right, I it's not both can be true. That North Carolina played a great game, and they did, and also yes. that you did not. Both both are true in this case. Correct. And Which is why a, it really felt like it was more than 20-point loss. Rear-view mirror. Yeah. Move on. Do Florida you, State
1: coming to town this week.
0: You've got uh, Florida State, Louisville, and Syracuse. Uh, three games that I, th- you know, even before Saturday, I thought you were going to win these three Now you've got to win these three games,
1: period. You've got to win the next three. So there's six remaining. Mm -hmm. You've got those three. Then you go on the road at NC State and at Virginia, and then you close with Notre Dame Mm -hmm. here.
0: No matter what happened in these last three games, at NC State, at Virginia, we're going to be tough game. Now, they're they're not – I mean, they are winnable games, but – Those are games you're going to be underdogs in for a reason. You just
1: are. So assuming if if we play the win-loss game, I think we're looking at, and we're not writing them off. Clemson's Mm -hmm. won some big road games this year already. It's going to be a challenge to win at at North Carolina State and Virginia. So if you you put two losses in the category there, I personally feel like Clemson has to win the other four and – probably win a game in the tournament and maybe two games in the tournament if they want to be a lock on Selection Sunday. Like, we're going into Selection Sunday interested in where Clemson is seated, mm-hmm. not interested in whether or not Clemson is making the tournament. So, to me, you got to go 5-0 and or 6-0 and outside of those two road games. That changes dynamic. Now, if you can beat NC State or Virginia on the road – you might only have to go four and three in those seven games, in my opinion, because yeah. you might have a quad one or at least a really good win and a road win late in the season. Are you kind of in the same place? Yeah, I think you've got to
0: have a to feel pretty confident on on Selection Sunday. I think you've got to find five more wins, counting the man, ACC. Tournament.
1: Man, that's gonna be tough.
0: You know, I mean, the, the, yeah, it's. It's tough, but it's it's a hundred percent doable yes i mean that's not that's not a mountain
1: you can't climb, but I guess after the start of the season, best start ever in the history mm-hmm. of Clemson basketball in the a c c, climbing even like some kind of hill at this point is something that I had not anticipated having to do. Shame on me perhaps well,
0: there Clemson is. I, I mean, Clemson is like two games different. Once we got to the halfway point, they're they're maybe two games off of where I had hoped they would be. So at nine, so because they were nine
1: and one at that point, and you were kind of hoping seven and three, and, and we did know the front end of the schedule was easier than the back end.
0: Yeah, I I thought if you get get to the end of the ACC with you know. Four, but realistically five losses, you'd be in a, you'd be in really good shape.
1: Yes. So. How important is so if you go four and two in the last six, you've got a legitimate shot of still being a top four seed.
0: In the ACC. In the tournament. ACC,
1: yes, in the ACC tournament. Yeah,
0: and you know, and we need. <laughs> Ironically, Duke could have helped you uh, versus Virginia. Now, I mean, Virginia's still probably going to finish ahead of you. Yes. But uh, <laughs> Duke, Virginia had a game they could they, they could have and should have lost, as the ACC officials have now told you, and uh, and ended up going overtime and winning it. So that was unfortunate
1: as well. Do the Tobacco Road... Home cooking calls change now that Roy and Coach K are gone? Yeah, I do. I don't, I don't. It feels like they have on Duke already this year. This is a couple of games that Duke has not gotten a whistle late in a game that I feel like if Coach K was there, they would have gotten 99 times out of 100. There
0: were some bad whistles in Chapel Hill Saturday. Yes. But not nearly as bad as I have seen under previous administrations.
1: Did I was listening on the radio? Um, at the beginning part did did Tim say that it was like the 27 year anniversary of the game where Clemson ended up with four players against North Carolina because everybody else fouled out or am I making something up
0: uh he that was discussed I don't remember if that was an anniversary or not but that okay. was that was discussed on the broadcast yes
1: because I had the not, good old
0: days because I had not heard that story in a while I'd
1: forgotten about it. No doubt. All right. Hey, phone lines, six five four seven six two seven. Ben, you distracted me with your uh, your terrible North Carolina statistics about three-point shooting. And uh, we still got some folks twisted on the line. Sorry it took me so long to get to you guys. Let's go first to Gamecock Will. Gamecock Will, what's up? Th- Thanks for waiting. What's up, Mark? What's up,
3: man? Uh, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good.
1: How about you? Doing good. Uh, first of all, my thoughts and prayers for
3: Quote and his family. Uh, Thank you. We love you. Quote. Hang in there, bro. But uh, I got two things. I know it's the Clemson Network Station, but there's two teams, and, you know, it ought to be giving some love, and that's the Furman Paladins. They, I mean, they got a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. they playing big-time, live, live South basketball right now, and I think, you know, the Royal ought to give them a little bit of love because they're in the upstate of South Carolina and Greenville, so they ain't that far away. But I think Furman's playing some great ball, and I I want to give a shout out to Furman, and then number two, South Carolina winning, I mean, what can you say? I mean, they are still undefeated. The they beat number two, three, and five teams the last month, and I mean, they number one team in the country. I mean, they in the state of South Carolina. So I mean, I told me on. You talk about winning softball in Clemson. I mean, we got number one, number one team in the country, in the country, in the state of South Carolina. So I mean. I know it's a Clemson network station, but uh, they' was just giving some love. we on to arrival. You know, still. I mean, you know, Gamecock fans, they got something to be proud of. He's the men's basketball won this weekend, so mm. it's great to be a Gamecock right now. Y'all
1: have a great, a great weekend. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Gamecock Will, and actually, thanks for bringing up the Paladins. Um, I've gotten to call a number of their men's games this year uh, over on ESPN Plus. I'm a Furman grad. Furman's playing some good basketball know right now. I you Furman grad. I am a Furman grad. Well, good for you. That is correct. So my paladins have rattled off eight straight. Big fan of Bob Ritchie and what he has going on over there.
0: They are currently in a three-way tie for first place of the Southern Conference. Yep. Uh, at twelve and two in conference play, they—I mean—the only way they're getting into the NCAA tournament is as automatic qualifier. Yes. But they are, to your point. Uh, far and away, the hottest team in the Southern Conference right now, uh, eight-game winning streak, and uh, in eighth, like I said, a three-way tie for first place. So they are positioned to do that.
1: UNC Greensboro and Samford are the other two teams, and they play Wednesday night. So Furman they play should each be, other. They do, and then okay. Furman ends the season on the road at Samford. So that may be what it comes down to for the regular season title. And if you remember, in the Southern Conference tournament last year. Furman scored a layup with about four seconds left to take a two-point lead over Chattanooga, and Chattanooga ran down after a timeout, threw in about a 30-footer for three to, uh, to win the SoCon last year. Furman should have won it last year, mm-hmm. and uh, Chattanooga knocked him out. It feels like it's Furman's time, but it also felt like it was Furman's time last year, if that makes sense. And they haven't found a way to get a regular season or a conference title under Bob Ritchie yet, and I think that's going to change this year. And Bob's going to be a guy for, I know that Furman continues to work with Bob from a salary perspective. They're making some changes to Timmons arena, which I think will be beneficial for everyone over at Furman, but um, he's destined for a larger job. If it's not after this year, it'll be very soon, in my opinion. So very high on Furman. That's a
0: double-edged sword if you make the NCAA tournament. Yes. Then your head coach is on everybody's radar who's looking to make a change.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, And they're fun. Like, they get out and run. They're the number one scoring offense in the SOCON, and they're enjoyable to watch. So thanks for bringing up the Paladins. Hey, I did not see the game on Saturday. South Carolina women's basketball seems like they're doing great. So you got a chance to talk about them? And, um, yeah, some good stuff there, beating UConn. Anytime you beat UConn in women's basketball, you've done something. So uh, so that's a good thing. Yeah, Furman versus Clemson uh, this year in uh, in basketball would have been an intriguing matchup. So I don't know how the scheduling works, but I'm really surprised that those two teams don't play every season in men's basketball. It seems like it would make a lot of sense.
0: It almost feels like they do play every season. Yeah. Uh, I always have to go back and look and see if Clemson played them. Uh, I think it's been a couple up. of years. Yes, it has. You're right. They
1: were supposed to meet up in, oh, I'd say supposed to, but they were put in the same NIT bracket a couple of years ago when uh, Wichita State ended up upsetting Clemson in the first round of the NIT, and then Wichita State beat Furman in the second round. And then I want to say Wichita State might have gone all the way to win the NIT that year or finish second. So that's, that's the last time that I believe those two teams would have matched up. And that was... Uh, that was just a couple of uh you know seasons ago so feels like you should get that in the rotation right you're right down the road from each other
0: sounds good to me
1: and it should work all right hey we've got an hour remaining a couple of other things ben i still got a couple of men's basketball questions that i want to dive in with you on and uh and chat about as Clemson's trying to find a way to get back on the happy path from the win column. A couple of other uh, NFL thoughts that I have that I wanted to ask you about in the off season um, and some players that really showed out in the game yesterday and where they land from a historical perspective, I think is something interesting to take a peek at as well. Patrick Mahomes' first five seasons in the NFL, you could argue it's just been about one of the best ever. He's putting up some numbers, continuing to win all the awards and accolades, We'll talk about that and more coming up. One more hour of the show remaining. He's been Milstead. I'm Mark Childress filling in for William Quackenbush, and this is Out of Bounds.
5: WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured needing to rent a mini excavator like a bobcat e32 a skid steer or wood chipper or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer jackhammer or compactor McNeely store and rental has got you covered clemson alumni owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years we also sell septic materials ads drainage products concrete boxes real stone veneers and more with two upstate south carolina locations in clemson and west union mcneely store and or call matt for a quote today 828-553-4338
7: Buying a new or pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can